Hi and welcome back to the Apprentice One to One podcast. I'm your host Mark Allison and again I'm going to have a little chat with you about something that's been going on in um, the electrical industry and actually beyond that in the whole wider construction and skills sector and it involves government as well this time. Um, we've discussed this over prior episodes in the past on both the EGT podcast and on this little Apprentice One to One podcast and I'm kind of trying to keep these for um, technical uh, bits that might help apprentices with their AM2 and um, preparing for exams and courses but this was quite an important thing that I wanted to pop out there because the government actually released the the information as a press release yesterday so it's the 19th of May today and um, yeah they popped something out um, to do with the, the the Prime Minister's skill speech he made last year actually in a white paper that's been going through um, the government procedures and processes however all of that works since the early part of this year um, but I'm just going to cut straight to it. It's to do with skills and funding to help support those skills um, in the future. So if you check out the, the government's website, and I'll pop a link into the description for this if you want to read it yourselves, I'm going to just take little extracts from bits and pieces and talk about them here. And it all boils down to funding, and it, this is relevant to adult learners and young people as well. And hopefully it can kind of blast open the doors for people to be able to take... Um, apprenticeships in in the way I believe they should be given and um, not be pushed towards these short courses as a fast way to get into the industry and start earning the money they need to support the families. We'll cut straight to the um, actual article that the government put out and I'll I'll just read through it because this is actually quite a short one. So it says here, uh, the Skills and Post-16 Education Bill will be introduced in Parliament today, so that's the 18th of May, underpinning the government's skills and training revolution. The bill comes as new figures show that the further and technical education provision is already estimated to boost the economy by £26 billion. This sets the stage for a new outlook for post-16 education where every young adult has a range of opportunities open to them, removing the illusion that a degree is the only path to a good career. The reforms outlined in the bill will help to create more routes into skilled employment in sectors and economy needs such as engineering, digital, clean energy, construction and manufacturing so more people can secure well-paid jobs in their local areas. Um, yeah, that's the first kind of extract from it, and it goes on to mention and reference um, the range of policies that are already in place after the Prime Minister's Lifetime Skills Guarantee, and that was set out late last year, and I'll mention that as well in this podcast. Um, it says here how there's other elements of funding that's been released as well that can help kind of reuse grants that haven't been fully spent in certain parts of the economy and, and pass those into learners. But the crux of it all, in essence, is that it looks like the um, the loan system that's made available to university students is going to be extended into further education as well. Um, and it does reference that specifically in both um, Boris's speech he made at Exeter College last year and in this press release. Uh, so it's actually it's actually quite a major thing. And um, you know, we, and we mentioned this with a company called Uno last year. So we were in discussion with them about being part of an app that they were developing and they were going to make a specific version for Apprentice one-to-one. That never happened because they went on to bigger and better things uh, in the wider economy covering a much wider um, scope of work than just the electrical industry. And that was brilliant to see actually that they went off and and did that. But the important thing that they made me aware of is that these discussions were taking place, um, that there was something happening that was looking towards opening up 
funding options. Um, I've got to say I'm not a massive fan of the student's loan system. My older kids have, have been through that um, in the past myself as well. I think I was probably among the first generation who had the opportunity of taking student loans to go to university rather than just being able to go um, at the cost of the taxpayer. So yeah, it's not something that I'm uh, I'm, I'm saying this is the greatest solution to all of these problems, but it's nice to have a living, level playing field across all education, I think, that you know that money's not just set aside to kind of encourage people and make it um, a possibility for anyone at any stage of their life to go and study at university, whereas perhaps it's not the case for people to go off and learn a technical trade or, or something of that sort um, with the same resources made available to them and it looks like that this bill is going to make that make that a thing and um, yeah options are great for people as I said when you sat there as um, somebody who's looking to get into the industry and you're already established in your your life with a family and kids and mortgage and stuff dropping down to those apprenticeship wages to get started is, is pretty much not an option for a huge majority of those people so you know the only way they can really go is to to stump up some money and take some of these short courses that are heavily marketed as we all know to give the impression that you can be an electrician even though that's not always going to be the case anyway um, so that's what a large majority do and then they end up stuck in these places uh, where they've spent money and haven't got the training they need and, and this can be a way that makes it a possibility for them to learn the skills I mean obviously the other side of that is we now need the um, employers to be able to generate those positions so they're going to need support as well this is going to have to be a whole package from the government and we're still waiting for the full details of exactly how they're going to make it happen but it's nice to see that it's kind of um, stepping along in that direction, well I think anyway. And there is a really key element that's listed on the, the website, and again this is the first link that I will pop up into the description of this podcast. But it says here, the key, me- key measures introduced in today's bill are embedding employers in the heart of the skills system by making it a legal requirement that employers and colleges collaborate to develop skills plans so that the training offer meets the need of local areas and so people no longer have to leave their hometowns to find great jobs. Supporting the transformation of the current student learn system, which will give every adult access to a flexible learn for higher level education and training at university or college usable at any point in their lives. Uh, and it then goes on to talk about introducing new powers to intervene when colleges are failing to deliver good outcomes for the communities they serve. So it's accountability, funding, and um, while it's not coming direct from the government's pocket in the, in the immediate term, it is sort of based on learns that people were taking through the student loan system. There are um, factors to that where you don't make repayments on any of those things until you're earning a certain level of income, that they are written off after a certain level of time if that doesn't happen. And obviously the hope is that as these qualifications filter through and these jobs start to become available, that those people do earn those money and pay all of um, those student loans back and um, the country can kind of build itself back up to a skill, highly skilled workforce that we've spoken about before on this podcast. And I just thought it was something nice to share out into the Apprentice One-to-One community that this is something that's actually from government. It's factual information. Um, it's not based on, on opinion. It's not based on anything that I think is right or wrong. Um, it's just something that is there. So if you are looking at entering into the industry, you've already been down that road of a short course training and you don't feel like you've had the right outcome from that, You know, perhaps all of this is going to help you and that's exactly what Apprentice One to One has been about, getting information and resources into people's hands that might help them. And uh, yeah, I'll go on and, and just briefly mention what Boris spoke about last year um, when he went down to Exeter College. And uh, yeah, I'll just pop that web page up and we'll have a little look through some of the key parts of that as well. 
Okay, so I've just dropped open the, the website that's linked again from the government page that I reference in, in the description of this podcast. So if you want to go and check it out yourselves, it's quite a long article. I'm not going to read through the whole thing, and obviously it contains um, themes that are political, and you've got to kind of pick your way around some of that because you know the key aspect is actually what's going to happen rather than the, the political um, language in it all. We all know how that, that kind of plays out. But he's talking about improving not just... Um, the actual training outcomes for people but the facilities that they're learning as well so they've actually made some funding available to help achieve that Um, and this is his speech that was back in September last year so 29th of September 2020 and it was a lifetime skills guarantee speech Um, and he was talking about the facilities and how they're going to invest 1.5 billion pounds into college improvements so this is further education as well um, 200 million of that was actually last year, so that's already been spent. And obviously, you know, that's a that's a figure that seems quite large. But when you look at the number of buildings that are probably out there, it perhaps doesn't go as far as really is needed, if we're totally honest. But I mean, they can only do so much all at once, and it's nice to see that they're focusing on in on further education. Uh, they want nice environments for people to learn in. So he's talking about that, and then he's mentioning about transferring your apprenticeship around, so making it portable. And this was something that kind of clocked my eye line when I saw it because there's a lot of people who've come through the apprentice one-to-one community who've lost their jobs and were kind of at risk of losing their apprenticeship progress having to start again or even abandon it and go into training somewhere else so he has clearly said here we want more of these apprenticeships to be portable so you can take them from company to company without risk of losing your placements so he has actually referenced that and again hopefully that's going to come through in this bill as it passes its way through parliament Um, they're going to reform the post-18 education We've got to end pointless nonsensical gulf that has been fixed for generations, more than a hundred years, between the so-called academic and so-called practical varieties of education. So he's talking there about universities and further education and technical training. He says, it's absurd to talk about skills in this limited way. Everything is ultimately a skill, a way of doing something faster, better, more efficiently, more accurately, more confidently, whether it is carving, painting, bricklaying, or writing, or drawing, or mathematics. Greek philosophy, every single study can be improved, not just by practice, but by teaching. So it's the time to end this bogus distinction between FE and HE. So that's further education and higher education. We're going to change the funding model. So it's not just as easy to get a student loan to do a year of... Sorry, read that again. We are going to change the funding model so that it's just as easy to get a student loan to do a year of electrical engineering at an FE college or do two years of electrical engineering as it is to get a learn to do a three-year degree in politics, philosophy and economics. Um, so he's, he's really making the, the point there that if you want to go and do um, a, a practical skill or trade at college that these student loans are, are going to be available for you and that's a, a lifetime guarantee for every adult in the country. Um, the whole speech kind of goes on and on. It ends up speaking about um, Rishi Sunak and how he's trying to save every job and, and things like that they've spoken about over the course of the last year um, and how they can and can't do certain parts of it. But if you look at some of the investment they're making as well, so they're investing $22 billion a year um, in kind of development of infrastructure within the country, so there's a lot of investment going into rail and road um, and buildings. So this is, this is all things where construction and, and skills within that sector are going to be vital. And they're on about ways to support employers to build that workforce and provide the the roles. So 
that says here, through our lifetime skills guarantee, we'll upgrade further ex education colleges across the country with huge capital investment. We'll expand apprenticeships, making it easier to get high quality apprenticeships and connect them better to local employers who know where the jobs of the future are going to emerge. We'll fund free technical courses for adults equivalent to A-level and extend our digital boot camps. We'll expand and transform the funding system so it's as easy to get a loan for a higher technical course as for a university degree and we'll enable further education colleges to access funding on the same terms as our most famous universities. And we'll give everyone a flexible lifelong learning entitlement to four years of post-18 education so adults will be able to retrain with high-level technical courses instead of being trapped in unemployment. So that's a, a key phrase taken from that article, and I think it's well worth going to read it. Um, there's, there's lots of information that's kind of been put out on social media around apprenticeships, not just in our industry, but um, the wider parts of life as well. And I think it's really, really key that we actually see the, the, the direction of travel the government are going on, because that's what's ultimately driving all of this. That's where the policy is coming from, whether we like it or not. And anything else is just just opinion or misinformation. I've really tried to be key with Apprentice One to One that we keep it kind of factual and we keep that support and advice as helpful as possible. And um, I hope this podcast has been another one of those. I will drop a little video up onto Instagram as well just to reference this today. As I said, it's it's the nineteenth of May, twenty twenty one. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd been reading the white papers in el early on this year. I'd seen all these kind of speeches, but it's difficult to pass comment on something that isn't actual policy, because as we know, um, not only do politicians change their minds from day to day, but governments can be changed at the flick of a switch um, very often. So until something's actually in law and it's actually happening, it's often not worth really mentioning. Um, but now I thought it was the right time to kind of get that out there into the public domain. If you're not aware of it, um, go and check it out. Go and read all of the information and guidance on the government website. If uh, you're looking to become an electrician or any other kind of skilled trade, it sounds an awful lot like you're going to have a lot more support than we've ever had before, uh, a lot more options as well, and for me that can only be a good thing. So we'll keep this podcast short and sweet, it was just a quick pop-up to make that information as well known as I possibly can. Um, I know I don't have a huge following, but there you go, um, we've popped it out there anyway. Sorry if it's irrit irritated you out in your van, it's not the usual content I appreciate, and uh, yeah, I've just... Drop this up before I shoot off to work this morning. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think in the comments. Have a great day and I will catch you on a podcast that is coming very soon. We have um, uh, we have the youth group coming on to talk about their uh, mentorship program with TESP. And we will cover that on a, on a YouTube podcast. It's not just going to be audio only. And hopefully I can have that out for the early part of next week. Uh, still got to wet it all up, but it's actually quite, quite a good episode. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I will catch you all later.